0: what's going on nba fans hey first of all i know you guys are wondering who the hell this dude over to my right is that's my brother jb in the building he'll be here a lot more often me and jb have done tons of podcasts together man and so you guys are gonna love him but on today's episode of nba central we'll be talking about and asking are we finally seeing the decline of lebron james uh what's going on what's more surprising the 76ers struggles or the uh, the Trailblazers' success? And have we lost all hope for Ben Simmons? We'll get into all that and more on today's episode of NBA Central.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes.
0: JB, first of all, before we start the episode today, I know everybody's wondering who the hell you are. So tell them a little bit about yourself before we get into the NBA topics for today, brother. NBA Central what's going on man I'm just a regular
1: dude I mean I've known Hayes for I can't even I can't even I lost count of how long we've known each other we've done so many different podcasts across hundreds of episodes um in regards to NBA I've been watching the NBA since I was a kid um Knicks fan I know this is blasphemy right now because we have a Bulls fan we have a Knicks fan in the night but uh it is what yeah. it is and yeah man I'm just an overall fan of NBA and Hyped to talk some basketball with you.
0: For sure, for sure, man. Well, let's get go ahead and jump into it, man. Um, first off, LeBron James, man. LeBron James is having one of the worst seasons of his career. Averaging still, I mean, let's be clear. Even though it's worse for LeBron James, it's still a, a damn, he's still almost averaging a triple-double. But outside of that, we're seeing him average his lowest true shooting percentage, lowest efficiency, highest turnover rate, all since his rookie year. What do you think about the decline? Are we truly seeing the decline of LeBron James? As a proud LeBron hater, I'm so happy to see this. <laughs> um, I- I'll give him
1: the respect, what I respect to do. At his age, the fact that he's still doing what he's doing, we have to give him credit, all jokes aside. But he's he's rapidly declining. And what's making it seem even more eminent and to the forefront is he doesn't have the help that he needs. LeBron can't do it all by himself at this point in his, in his career. And he, unfortunately, doesn't have the help he needs. And He's not helping things by having four turnovers a game and things like that. So, you know, that that's where that stands. He needs to help.
0: And as much as I, you know, I'm, I'm not a big LeBron guy either. Well, on the basketball court, off the basketball court, I, I, I rock with everything LeBron does. Um, but the way that I look at it is this, is that while, yeah, he doesn't have the help around him, I think that what we're seeing is not only a decline from lebron but also the fact that you have to now build a team differently around around lebron before it was you get him another superstar or two you fill him around shooters He's and everything else he'll make work out. At this point now, he needs more ball handlers. He needs uh, more people that can create off the dribble. Uh, LeBron's still a damn good player, and he's still gonna he's gonna be that probably until he retires. But I just think if the Lakers want to have success, they're gonna have to really revamp that team. I don't know if that happens this season. I know there's been rumors of some deals being on the table, um, but at the end of the day, it's just like, hey, he's 37 years old, and while that's not old in real life, listen, he's about to turn 38 sometimes you just got to hang him up brother
1: he got a lot of mileage on that body and like i said it's still remarkable for some things he's doing but he needs he needs to have shooters and he doesn't have shooters and i i honestly don't see them getting any help for him they, they just don't have the assets no one wants west they just don't have the ass don't have the shooters so Lakers are in a lot of trouble right now and it's gonna be interesting to see if Polinka still has a job at the end of the season
0: the, what didn't they just extend Polinka too like didn't he get an extension when lebron got an extension? something like that um I don't know, man. Polink is like – and this is, this is the thing that I always hazard uh, other like fans against um, when the, everybody has this mindset, oh, just trade all the young people and just bring in whoever now. It really affects your future big time. The Lakers, for example, don't even have their own first-round pick, I don't think, this year. And, and when you look at all the young talent that they sent out over the years, Kuzma, Ingram, uh, Lonzo, like I'm not saying that they should have kept all of them but if you would have kept one to two of them, it completely changes the outlook on how you need to build your team.
1: Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. And I, I I get it. They won a championship, you know, a couple of seasons ago. But yeah. uh, and you can't take that away from them. But at, at, at what length now, like they're screwed for the next couple of years, at least. So I, I don't know. You, I talked to some Lakers fans and they're absolutely OK with what's going on because they have that one championship. But I just wouldn't wouldn't do it.
0: I mean, they really – they mortgaged every bit of their future. And then Anthony Davis on top of that, he just – like, don't get me – he's still putting up numbers as well, but he just he just looks like a regular dude now, bro. It's like – it's just crazy to see the decline of that team, bro. And what, did it all crumble in three years? Yeah. I mean, um, again, street clothes Davis is another one. I mean,
1: <laughs> he – so much talent, but just unfortunately all these injuries. And I was watching the game last night at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game last night, and every time this dude even moves – a little awkwardly, my heart jumps to beat. I'm like, "Oh, he's done for the season." That, that's how it is to that point. Now
0: it definitely is to that point, and that, and it's and it's really unfortunate because it's like, "Hey, man, like, you know," it, it, but you reap what you sow, right? The Lakers did what they wanted to do. You they reap what they sow, and it it, it kind of is what it is at this point. You got to deal with it. Move the fuck on. That's really what it boils down to. Um, but talking about moving on, let's move on ourselves to the next topic. Uh, this next one up, uh. What's been more, if I would have told you coming into the season that one of the, the 76ers or the Portland Trail Blazers, one team would have been one and four and the other would have been four and one, which one would you have guessed? Honestly, I'm shocked
1: by the Blazers. Uh, because yeah. if you look at it, uh, Philadelphia, don't get me wrong, they're, they're still a good team. I don't consider them a top three team in the East, but the teams they've played thus far, you know, the Celtics, the Bucks, um, the Raptors, these are, these are good teams. Spurs, I know Spurs, you know. They're looking not too bad themselves. Uh, so the, the kind of schedule they've had in this first week uh, has been tough. So I expect a little bit of what's going on. The Blazers, though, they're 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 doing amazing. I mean, obviously now Dame Lillard's hurt, so things might change a little bit with him having the calf injury, and he's going to be out about a week or two. Um, but Anthony Simmons is looking good. You know, uh, Grant was a great pickup for them. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely shocked with the Blazers, absolutely, with the way they've started.
0: The Blazers, like, the thing with the Blazers is, and the way that I look at it is um, is that I think sometimes we think ourselves into this box of, like, oh, well, this player is 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 on a decline. This player can't stay healthy. This player can't do this. Like, Dame has come in immediately in this season and just said, hey, no, y'all forgot what Dame time is? Let me, rem- let me remind y'all real quick. And the 76ers, I think the 76ers for my – my like, while I'm more shocked that the 76ers are 1-4, in I think they're going to be this year's um, – um, uh, Boston Celtics where they just they, they're coming out the gate struggling I think they're going to pull it together by mid, midway through the season I don't know if they're going to be like the number clear number one team in their conference like Boston became but I do think they're going to they're going to eventually be able to pull it together
1: definitely make the playoffs and all that I just don't see them as a top three team and, and speaking on, on on Lillard I'm a huge Lillard fan um, you know I wish that his mindset was a little different I understand the loyalty and everything I just wish though that you know he'd maybe find somewhere else where he can have a chance to win a title. Cause I don't, unfortunately even with what they have, I I don't see it happening.
0: I mean, I I mean, yeah, not that I disagree with you there. I definitely like the common mindset would tell you that they're not going to, they're not going to be able to pull it together. But like, I just, you never know, right? The, the fact of the matter is this team is playing much better together than I thought that they would on paper. I didn't know how Jeremy Grant was going to work out for them. All it takes at this point, like what they've shown so far, who knows what disgruntled superstar may may pop up this season. We got a lot of teams that aren't as good as what they think. I'm not going to say that Portland never gets a title with Dame. It's very, it's very very unlikely, but you just never know, bro. And you you just never know what, what player that's chasing the ring may say, hey, man, listen. I didn't think of it before, but is Dame healthy? Yeah, Dame's healthy. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go to Portland. Trade me to Portland. There's a chance. Do
1: you, do you think it hurts Dame and the Blazers that they're in such a small market that a superstar might be like, Portland? Who wants to play for Portland?
0: I mean, that's but that's the thing. It, everything is good for that. Would have to, would have to lynch upon um, Dame being Dame and this team continuing to play above, above what people think. And it would only be, I don't think anybody's gonna sign a, a long-term except Dame Lillard uh contract to, to stay in um to stay in Port- Oh shit, we're live. I thought we were recording. <laughs> I just saw Wow. Uh nonetheless, um <laughs> But uh I think it would it would take a star, right? Or somebody who has maybe a year two left on their contract and they want to compete they force their work out their work their, their way out I just don't see anybody being like yeah I'm gonna sign a five-year max level contract to go stay in Portland for five years
1: yeah but you know we'll see we'll see what we get out of Portland I I hope for dame's sake though that at least he has at least a shot
0: I love dame I I really do love dame and shout out to his loyalty man but he may be the modern day um uh what was I about to say when Carmelo just didn't didn't leave the Knicks when he could have left and gone to Houston, he could have gone to Chicago, whatever. I just hope that that's not Dame's future, man. Cause I really, I really do like Dame Lillard and I've liked him literally since his, his rookie season. man. Agreed. Yeah. So, all right, let's move right along, brother. Uh, Ben Simmons is the next one up on the list, man. The, 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 the I will, I will tell you this, right. I said it over on bull central when I was doing it. Um, the, the player movement in the NBA has been rising, 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 rising. And I love the fact that this summer Kevin Durant tried to force his way out and then said, hey, no, okay, it's either me or Steve Nash. And I love the fact that Brooklyn's ownership looked, uh, looked Kevin Durant in the face and said, no, no, you signed a contract with us. We're only going to send you away if the deal is advantageous for us. But I wonder now if they wish they would have just gone full rebuild, traded Kyrie, traded Kevin Durant, because this team does not look good. And Ben Simmons? Bro, Ben Simmons is playing terrible right now. So here's the thing. I don't think they would have done things differently
1: because let me tell you, at the end of the day, as crazy as this sounds, basketball is not about winning championships. It's about revenue. And it's Mm. a business at the end of the day. Yes, championships is great. And that can help build revenue. But – if you count all the jersey sales and merch they're making off of KD, Kyrie, all these dudes, I'm sure they're making millions of dollars off their revenue, uh, off their merch. So this way, in terms of of this team, you see, I mean, they're like what one in three, one and four. I do think they'll eventually level off, and I think they're in a way better shape uh, than the Lakers are, and I think they'll get it together. My my thing with Ben Simmons is I don't I don't have hate for Ben Simmons. And I think the reason people have hate for Ben Simmons is their outlook on him. So if you look at Ben Simmons, an elite player, sure, he's terrible. I don't look at Ben Simmons as an elite player. So I look at a hard guy. That's just how I look at him. So for a mid-card guy, he's absolutely fine. I don't look at it as an elite top uh, you know, guard in the league. I, I don't. I just don't see it.
0: What do you think about the experiment of playing him in power four? Do you think that they eventually have to move off from that? Do you think that they need to continue that and see it through? What do you think?
1: I don't, I don't I don't like that move. I, I think keep them keep them at guard. I mean, they've tried it. I, it's Ben Simmons. I don't think anything is going to work. Honestly, they could try him at every all five positions. Just not going to work. I know that sounds terrible, but it is what it is. I mean, some people got and some people don't. And I understand he's also coming off an injury. He hasn't played in in you know, a whole season. He has some rust. It's just that I've never been a big fan of him, unfortunately.
0: I mean, and that's fair. I mean, he's having the worst defensive rating of his career first career, he averages 105 defensive rating, which is really, really good. This season so far, only four games, so it kind of is what it is. 118.4. That is a monumental fall off defensively. Ben Simmons, while never I don't think anybody expected him to come in and be the shooter that he worked on this game to do that type of thing. But the things that that makes this concerning and makes this regression feel real for Ben Simmons is the fact that he's just not doing the things that he did excel at. Ben Simmons was a great passer. He was a great distributor. He was a solid defender. Those were the things that Ben Simmons really built his game and his name on. Now he's not – and I get it. A year out of basketball would do that a lot to people. That's why I try to temper people's expectations when it comes to Lonzo Ball coming back this season. But this just, this is bad, bro. This is bad. Well, that's the alarming thing for me.
1: I, I, if you're out for a while, I get it. You might be rusty when shooting. I feel defense is something you don't really lose. It's always with you. The fundamentals are always with you. And that's the alarming thing. The one thing that he's known for and solid at, he doesn't have it right now. And I, I don't know how he can get there. And, and without, with that missing piece, it's going to make it hard for Brooklyn to win. Yes, they have KDS, yes, they have Kyrie. But they, they need him. They need him. And it doesn't look like he gels well with the team. So I don't even know what, what they're going to do there and how that's going to work and where they're going to put him.
0: Everything about this move, right, on paper, and I had been saying it for a while. Like, I, I, I think I talked myself into when Ben Simmons was initially traded to the Nets, I was like, huh, okay. And then over the summer, I'm like, well, you know what? Having another ball handle, Kyrie being able to play more off the ball, what Ben Simmons can do passing his defense, things like that. They, and they have other shooters on this team and, and Seth Curry and things like that. I was like, all right, this may work out. But then when you watch the basketball on the floor, and when you, they have no chemistry together, which four games into the season. Okay. Let, let's, 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 let's wash that away. KD doesn't, it, not that I'm just going to say KD is like falling off, but doesn't seem like KD. I don't know if it's just that he doesn't want to be there. Kyrie and Ben Simmons out there on the court together. They have, they just, it's a net zero, bro. Like, the Nets overall, I'm, my team's in the Eastern Conference. I don't give a damn if they play good or not. But just for the, the interest of the conversation about basketball, this team on paper should work better than what we're seeing, and they could very well figure it out. I'm going to ask you this, BJ. BJ, JB. I <laughs> where my head's at. Um, let me ask you this. If you had a bet on one team figuring it out, the Sixers or the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference, which team do you think figures it out and salvages their season?
1: I'm, I'm positive Sixers at the end of the season has a better record than than the Nets. 100% positive.
0: Do the Nets make the playoffs? Are they a play-in team?
1: I think it's hard to go against KD. I know last year was a different story. I do think they make the playoffs, um, whether whether it's through play-in or they actually make a top six or whatever. I do think they make the playoffs. I don't think they go anywhere. Um, they'll be lucky if they, if they get past the, the first round, to be honest with you. I don't care who they play. It's just, from what I'm seeing right now. And when you're talking about two amazing players like Katie and Kyrie, it's a, mm-hmm. a weird thing to say, but that's what it is right now. There's just no, you said it, There's no cohesiveness of this right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll see who ends up uh, uh, working that out. But like Ben Simmons, man, I, at this point, I'm like, if they, they have to eventually just move Ben Simmons to the bench, let him be the main person off the bench. Let him work his game, work into his game. Much like my team, unfortunately, he's doing with Patrick Williams. Let him find his rhythm back. Being out there, because then at that point, if he's coming off the bench, you can do everything through Ben Simmons. Kind of force feed him into getting back in rhythm and seeing if it works that way. That's really the only way that I see it changing for for them. But again, I've been wrong before. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong in the future. But right now, I just, I'm not really concerned. I'm not, I have nothing for Ben Simmons. I have no, I, I have nothing for Ben Simmons, bro. Hey, my team is in the East, so every time the net—I mean, every time the Nets lose—I I can
1: only smile. I mean, I'm
0: a New fan, so. <laughs> well, not only is your team in the I, East, I, we, you, I guys, have, you I, guys share a city.
1: <laughs> I don't. I we don't share a city. To me, they will always be from New Jersey. So I was born <laughs> in Brooklyn, but I don't recognize them as a New York team.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Your team—that's that, a perfect segue into the next topic. Your team is three and one on the season. I have been very vocal in saying, yeah, they added, they added uh, Jalen Brunson, but they're probably still going to be a 39-win team. The one thing that, I, that I've seen in Brunson so far that I didn't know, because he's played with Luka, is just how good of a passer Jalen Brunson is. Averaging eight and a half assists per game, that point guardsmanship has been, has been on display way more than I gave credit for Jalen Brunson. So I'm going to throw this to you. How do you feel about Jalen Brunson and the addition to your team? The hundred million hundred plus million dollar put that they spent on him. And then how does that how does that change now your outlook for your team overall from last season? In the New York Knicks, by the way. If you don't know, he's a Knicks fan. That's what we're talking about. Go ahead.
1: Knicks winning the title in six games. Now I'm just kidding. Now, honestly, I, I from the very talking about Jalen Brunson, I was really happy. Mm-hmm. I saw what he did with Dallas. He didn't he couldn't shine as much because obviously him and Lucas, you know, they share things, but we haven't had a floor general in such a long time, a true point guard in such a long time. And this is exactly what this team needed. Not only do we have a true point guard, but he hits he's shown in, in multiple games. He hits clutch shots. When they played the Grizzlies, he hit that three to go to OT. He hit some clutch shots yesterday. Um, you know, when we played the Hornets. And like you said, we haven't had a great patch like that in a long time. So what he brings to this team is is, is great. And please let's let's stop all that blasphemy me on thirty nine wins. Oh, Listen, It's, it's Jalen, more than that, yeah. No, no, definitely. We're I would say we're making the playoffs. All I'm looking for is let's make the playoffs, and if we could try to see if we could get past round one, that's my expectations. If if we do that, I'm happy with that.
0: The thing that also I think that the addition of Jalen Brunson has done for the Knicks that I don't think a lot of people thought would happen is Julius, while, while still not back to the height he was a couple of seasons ago where people were like, hey man, this dude's a franchise player. Jalen, I mean, uh, uh, Julius Randle has played much better now with a ball handler like J- Jalen Brunson out there with him. We're seeing um, uh, Julius Randle, like I said, not get quite back to the, to those statistics that he had a couple of seasons ago, but he is playing damn good right now. Uh, basketball, 20 points per game. He has a PER of 18.6, three assists, 8.8 rebounds, 1.3 steals. Julius Randle is balling. The combination of him, Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, how do you feel about that being your core now for the future?
1: I'm absolutely happy with that core. RJ um he still has some work to do. The problem he's always had from day one is he can get to the rim like anybody else. It's just that the finishing, he still has not got that down. And he has I'm hoping this is the year that he gets it. He's he's one of the main problems with RJ coming out of college was he's a terrible free throw shooter. And he's done amazing so far this season, something he really worked on on the offseason. So his free throws are great. But I love our core. And outside of this core, we still have some great pieces. I mean, we still have D-Rose off the bench. We mm. have Quickly, who hasn't got it going yet. Grimes mm. is currently injured at the moment. Um, you know, we have we have a solid, solid squad. So we have uh, Obi Toppin. We have Cameron. Big game a couple of games ago. Big game. I, Yeah. 38
0: point game or something like that.
1: um, It was it was about 30. I don't think it was 38, but it was was definitely over 30. And you give someone like that some minutes. Any one of these guys can go off in any given night. It was Jew or nothing. But now Julius has to do everything by himself. And I like the fact that he's playing off the ball because him running the ball was not a good thing. He had so many turnovers and it's just too Mm. much for him. So I'm so glad for Jalen Brunson.
0: How many games are you giving into Isaiah Hartenstein takes over the starting center position from Mitchell Robinson? We've already seen a handful of games in which Mitchell Robinson's had like five, they've only played a handful of games. I'm exaggerating, but we've seen sometimes where Mitchell Robinson is does sit down and Isaiah Hartenstein is is getting more minutes than Mitchell Robinson in in a couple of games. Do you think he eventually takes that starting center position? I don't. um, And within the, the, the Knicks circle with fans, Mm. this guy
1: is a huge, huge crowd favorite. Hartenstein is a huge crowd favorite. And anytime you come to New York and you play hard like that, you're going to get recognized. But for the the, the kind of money we're paying for Mitchell Robinson, his ass needs to start. Um, And let's be real. I mean, Mitchell Robinson, yeah, he might be the greatest scorer, but this guy can block. So, like, you know, his defense and what he does inside the paint on defense is something that we need. It's nice to have Hartenstein. That was such a good pickup because – we needed somebody as a backup. So, um, I don't see him starting. Um, will Tibbs maybe try something every now and then maybe, but as a normal thing, I don't, I don't see that happening.
0: The reason why I asked about Isaiah Hartenstein seeing starting, right. Is that while, yeah, they're playing Mitchell Robinson more, not considerably much more, it's about $3 million more, but you know that from somebody who Tibbs, Tibbs coached my team, Tibbs loves big men who can pass. Mitchell Robinson isn't that good. Yeah, he's, he's a really good shot blocker, great rebounder. But Isaiah Hardenstein's ability to add another passer out there, now they have Jalen Brunson, so maybe they don't need it. I just think that – and he's a – the defensive metrics, like, yeah, Mitchell Robinson does the 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 eye-popping things, the blocks, things like that better. But Isaiah Hardenstein is so much better of an efficient defender that I wonder if, it, if that – that's why I asked that question, if that eventually gets him, the combination of those two things gets him into that starting lineup at some point.
1: The other thing I would have to think about is how Mitch would work with that second unit, because that second That's unit, true. they just fly, man. They fly and and harness. Steve f- fits in perfect with that. Mitch is not that type of guy. So I don't know if he gel well with the second unit, but I'm sure before the season's over, we'll see R&C with some, um, with some starting positions and some starting um, time. And we'll see how that goes.
0: So while we're on the show and people who know that me and JB are actually like, this is real life. This is my brother here. Um, if I ever have more kids, he'll be their godfather. Uh, let's go ahead and do a friendly wager, man. Who's going to have the better record, the Knicks or the Bulls? Are you serious? Obviously, yeah, the Knicks. Obviously, Obviously, the, the Knicks. Knicks. All right, how about, let's, how about let's do this? If the Bulls finish with a better record than the, than the New York Knicks, I need you to wear a Cristiano Felicio jersey on an episode. I'll um, do it. What, okay. what do I get? What do I get? Okay, if you get your t- team, you, what, what, what do you want to pick it? If your team has a better record than mine, go ahead and pick it. Anything? Go ahead, go ahead. I mean it's not, it's not something completely outrageous, you motherfucker. I'm gonna say sh- I was sh- just because I see your beard. I see it. I see the, shave my bro? fuck no, that ain't never what the <laughs> fuck? Come um, on, bro. You more you 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 more than likely to get me to shave my pubes online and shave my beard? Come on now, bro. You know that's part of it. you were here when I initially grew the beard. That's how long me and you have been friends, bro. When me and you first met, I didn't even hadn't even thought about the beard, bro. We started growing were, our
1: beards together and then I you fell were, off.
0: You, you were the you were there at the birth of the red Bearded Asset. Matt, did you come up with that nickname or was it bellow it was that what was bellow that was bellow Bello? okay right, i fair. i was right. when i came up with um the skills that pays the bills that's what it was yeah you're right but all right all right what's your wager if the knicks finish with a better record than the bulls what is
1: it you have to wear some sort of knicks apparel that i'll come up with all right nothing that's nothing right. crazy
0: nothing crazy. all right fair fair we'll see might be a dress a, a knicks dress anyway and be on the lookout once the once the Knicks and the Bulls uh play each other too. i I'm gonna have to have you on a post game show that's fucking crazy bro the fact that you think that that bullshit ass franchise will have a better record than the Bulls you know what are you guys gonna do really you think the market do everything Beat you what have you watched us this season and and isn't even doing everything and even with that yes on the Knicks absolutely Madison Square Garden he's killing y'all every single time when's the first game do you know uh no I can look it up real quick give me one second
1: yeah, because um, they're going to have interesting games, though. I think we're, we'll definitely be fighting for one of those six spots. Um, absolutely. Oh, we
0: got a home and home. We don't play each other until December. We have uh, back well, technically back to back. Wednesday, will you be December here for 14th. I will not. That's actually a couple of days after I leave. Oh. Uh, so, Wednesday, December 14th, and uh, Friday, December 16th. And then again, December 23rd. Um and then is that it? Just 3 times this season? That's and all it. in December.
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: So all in all in really the span of a week and a half. All our games in a week and a half. So we will know. Uh we got a lot we will be talking a lot of shit to each other because your bullshit ass franchise, how dare you, bro. By then
1: you guys will be tanking for uh, what's his name?
0: For Victor Wembanyama. Wait, come on now, bro. Y'all would be tanking for Victor Wembanyama. Y'all trade Julius Randle, uh, <laughs> uh trade James Dolan everybody just for Vic- Victor Wembanyama. I wish we could change James. Dix. Even if we tanked, we still would screw up somehow. Let's be real. Oh, the the moment, like like with the Kings, the moment the Knicks decide, oh, we're gonna go ahead and tank, y'all win every game for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, I know that's how it
0: goes. <laughs> but all right, let's move into the last topic for today, brother. Um, we're going to talk about the Warriors. The Warriors, who are another team that's been on a, I guess I w- we would say, surprising slide um, so far this season. They're only they're two and two, uh, five hundred. It kind of is what it is. But the thing that's concerning with them isn't just their record; it's that their defense is fucking atrocious. They are allowing 124 points per game. the The absence of Gary of of uh, Gary Payton uh, the second or the third, whatever, whichever one it was, I forgot which renewal was after his name. Dude. A veteran uh, uh, and veteran and Otter Porter Jr. as well. Who, th- while they weren't like big time scores or anything for the team, they did play very good system defense. You replace them with younger players that just aren't. Is Gary Payton the reason why you guys, are like, the defensive slide, or is it more than that? Tell me, what do you you think about uh, Golden State Warriors in this slide?
1: I mean, I do feel that it is a huge loss. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he was their best perimeter um, defender. But everyone's always saying, you know, it's GPGPG, a very big name that a lot of people aren't talking about. That's Otto Porter. Otto Porter was a very big part to this team because when he's in on the lineup, you know, when they played small ball, he was, like, their big man, and he could still shoot. Without him, they really don't have they don't have that big man shooter anymore. So it kind of changes things up a little bit, and they're definitely on the decline. I mean, last year they were number in terms of defensive rating they were number one, one hundred six point nine. This year they're in twenty second. I know it's early in the season, one fourteen point eight. That's terrible. Crazy. That that is crazy. The good news is Kerr is really smart. We we know that. I do think they'll eventually figure it out. Clay Thompson is a great defender. You know they have Draymond. Uh, they just need to to, to figure it out. But right now they're giving up way too many points. I don't care how many points you can score if you can't stop somebody. That's not. That's not. You know. I mean, the Kings drop like 125 on them. That's nuts. Like, like
0: giving up 124 points per game is bananas, bro. Like that's that's wild, bro. I, Jesus Christ, man. I don't even There's know. Some two K like, shit. That you know what? That is exactly what it is, bro. Like that's they they right now are giving up the most points in the league not by that much either the surprisingly the memphis grizzlies are giving up 123.8 points per game that's bananas too bro that i didn't didn't think but outside of those like that's crazy man it's wow so crazy though not to not to
1: kind of change topics in the days in the 90s uh, someone touched 100 it was like whoa they scored 100 points now people are the knicks almost got 100 points in three quarters and this is the knicks like now people getting 100 points in three quarters it's crazy how much offense has changed obviously with the three ball and the way things are being done now but man the nba has changed so much from like the the 90s
0: oh yeah the, you know, i mean, the golden when, era. when we were younger and kids like you would literally tune into a game and in the fourth quarter it would be like 78 to to 70 and you'd be like damn they're scoring tonight yeah, exactly <laughs> for real but now it's like if you if you tune into an nba game and both teams are sub 100 with like eight, five or eight minutes left. You're like, hey, man, why why haven't they scored? What's happening? Why are they shooting so bad tonight? It's crazy it's how game. things have changed. Like, yeah, like it's it's wild. The game has definitely changed, brother. Um, But that's it, man. That's it on the list today. Anything else that's going on with the NBA this early into the season, kind of the first week and a half, two weeks of the season, that has surprised you before we go?
1: Not really, um, really good game so far, some tight games, some OT games, you know, game winners and stuff, we so know you like I'm already, uh, this first week, are we really going to go there on episode one? Can, I, can I at least we <laughs> yes, a little bit absolutely. slow so these people can learn about me first?
0: <laughs> no, Joe, just just spit on it and keep it moving.
1: I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> 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 no, but um, basically what we got out of this first week, I, I love it, I love it, and I do love it tight, yes, <laughs>
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Utah Jazz, well, Laurie Markkinen's play there. You gonna know what? I said, how about Malika, Malika Andrews? Andrews? Listen, bro. No, 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 listen, Malika listen, Andrews. Listen. Malika, that's what I said, Malika Andrews. What do you, What the fuck did you think I said? I don't know what you but said. Yeah. But yeah, like Malika Andrews can get the whole entire thing. That's all I got to say on that one. Malika Andrews or Malika? Malika Andrews mainly because of uh, the lip situation. I'm just going to leave it at that got it that's it that's it that's what it. else is left what else is left this is just a. this is just a, a
1: appetizer of what what this is going to be like when you and i are pod, podcast or, or i think uh,
0: i think people for people who've only seen me on together. chicago bull central and like haven't gone and check out my brother's keeper haven't checked out the film frequency to see how it is when me and you together are going to be in for a hell of a show on this show and that's all i got to say about that
1: all in no vaseline.
0: because I, I'm, listen, the way that Malika Andrews' lip drips melanin, I don't think you need Vaseline. I think you just absorb the melanin from her lip. You know what? Let's go ahead and go. Uh, JB, go ahead and give him your social media, bro. <laughs> Let me, let's get the hell up out of here, man, before we get canceled.
1: Off my Twitter. Um, so you can reach me on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1-J-B. Get at me. <laughs>
0: There you go, man. Make sure you guys follow him. We're gonna be tuned in. You can catch us here on NBA Central three days a week. This is my best friend here, man. I can't wait to get this show cracking. I told you guys it was gonna be something special about NBA Central to separate it, and there goes the special right there. Even though he's a bitch ass Knicks fan, but you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO Be sure. Shout out, Malika. <laughs>